Greetings, listener. Please enjoy the unintelligible ramblings of your favorite dynamic trio, Arva, Farah, and Westy, as they explore the realm of my cryptid kin to Electric Boogaloo. Welcome to The Unintelligibles. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Unintelligibles podcast. I am your host this week because the spookiest shit involving Lady Gaga happened to me last week. <laughs> Thank you, Lady Gaga, for securing my victory. Amen. Shout out to Lady Gaga. Hell yeah. And I am, of course, joined by my co hosts, Arva. Hello. And Farah. Hi. Very phonetically pleasing to just kind of go for the Arva and Farah. Westy really throws a wrench in it. Uh, I always <laughs> say Westy and Arva at the same time. I expect you both to say hello in unison. Right. Yeah, but it sounds like real nice to be like Arva and Farah. That's true. Does have a nice ring to it. So, how y'all doing tonight? Like we didn't just gonna mass record these episodes <laughs> in a day. Whereas these are all recorded. The day wow, before they're so, uploaded, we all know this. Yeah, this is a Can week you, later, so I'm doing so good. Exposes, <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this week yeah, later. Yeah, my, my week Arba's mental health uh, has improved greatly. This week has been really great for him. Hell <laughs> yeah! Things have happened. <laughs> right. Uh, I almost had to take my dog to the vet because she hasn't shit in six days, but then she finally took a dump so we're good oh, okay, oh good. god she was just constipated yeah she's really old so and oh. she like doesn't move a lot she sleeps so it, her probably digestion is probably pretty damn slow right oh, now. yeah yeah because you gotta move to digest things that's why if you eat a big meal as uncomfortable as you are go for a walk yeah you'll, you'll feel so much better that's what i do whenever i'm feeling icky and like i eat too much yep same actually it's like well we're gonna get a chimichanga it's like cool i'm gonna go for a walk after i eat this right gotta work that out well, arva i'm glad to hear you're doing better this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, arva. glad to be doing better hell yeah and fair Manifest i'm glad to hear your destiny. dog is I, i'm so glad oh, you won the lottery god don't uh, don't week. say right. that <laughs> yeah, right. That was I did crazy it. That that happened. You have one yeah, million yeah. dollars. Fair, I got to hear your so dog taking a shit. <laughs> yeah, my dog shit, so I basically also won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. God. I'm so proud of her. Yay, she Yay. shit. Oh, oh I also got a new tattoo, so that's cool. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! I need to get a new one soon. Me too. Scratch that itch. There's... I used to only get one every year, but Frieza's like a maniac. She got, she's like, I want to get a tattoo, and then she got like, literally, I think she's gotten five in a year and a half. Oh, I'm jealous. And I'm like, you are too broke for this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos My mom are. Just actually so got her, her neck tattooed. Ooh, that's. Ooh, she came home with some new neck tattoos, and I was like, fuck. Stop! Now I want more, and I can't <laughs> afford it. Uh, I'm too expensive. Damn. 
that tattoo struggle. Yeah. I had to go watch Asia and get her new tattoo, and I was sitting there, and the guy was like, hey, you're going to get one. I got, like, an open book here, and I was like, I want one, but I'm poor. I had to, like, shuffle away, be like, I'll come back. (laughs) I swear I'll come back. I want one. I just can't. It's not DiGiorno. It's the struggle. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like tattoo conventions, because, um, like, I got this bad boy for 60 bucks and like regular i think the usual rate at least in alberta i know it varies per province probably but 160 an hour is like a experienced tattoo artist yeah i think that's about what it is here yeah so getting a 60 dollar tattoo is pretty sick yeah oh yeah yeah no matter how small it is because that's crazy deal a crazy deal for any ink on your body yeah, it's so well done too. I'm happy for her. She's like, yeah. I was like, where are you based out of? And she was like, oh, we're on Vancouver Island. And I was like, okay, well, I'll never see you again. Bye. Oh, <laughs> I can see them sometime. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's so many good tattoo artists in Vancouver, but they're so expensive. Which I went is valid. to a walk-in. I don't even remember what it's called, but probably if I looked it up, I did. When I was in Van... Oh, no. I didn't. That's not in Vancouver. Never mind. That was in Ottawa. (laughs) (laughs) Close! Close. Almost, almost, like, right (laughs) next door, but yeah. Right. I almost did. There's a lot of, uh... There's a lot of tattoo shops in Vancouver and Victoria. There is. It's so naughty, because whenever I'm walking around, like, literally last... No, not last night the night before when i was at the club drunk i was looking at the tattoo shops and i was like hmm they won't let you if you're they well, won't i know if they're shady well, they might <laughs> if they're good they won't let you they yeah. if they do <laughs> let you you probably shouldn't be getting a tattoo there yeah lots of places do walk-ins there though which is really nice which is really nice for piercings too a lot of piercing places do them just with for walk-ins they're like what do you want I'm like this I'm like okay yeah. Does this segue into the topic today? No, it does not. I was just making sure I had this all prepared because <laughs> I will actually be following up with a part two. Yes! We are going to be going towards more cryptids. Yes. I knew it! I knew as soon as you said part two, I was like, it's going to be cryptids again. I mean, yeah, because that's the only thing I did a part one to. I love, because I, you love cryptids. I no, fucking love like cryptids so much. You did like the funniest things on the internet or something. I feel like you could do a part two to that. I mean, I could, but that one. Look, the cryptids episode, everyone loved it. That's like one of our highest rated. People love cryptids. It's True. number True. It's number four. I hope there's another Damn. one. Pete the ferret or whatever his name was. <laughs> Jeff the mongoose. Pete the mongoose. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Jeff. I'm a Jeff stan. Got hit with a shovel. He got hit with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead as hell. Yeah, he really fucking is. Yeah, everyone loved the cryptids and learning about the cryptids kind of all around the world. Because I did, I tried to do a little bit more towards the Canadian side of things, like the Northern Americas. Mm-hmm. This time, I have pulled up a list of the absolute most random cryptids you could find oh shit 
So probably won't know any of them. Here's the fun thing, though, because it doesn't matter if you know them or not. What we are going to do, I need to try to find my document. We're going to, if you remember the game last time, I would give you the name. And you're basically going to give me your description of this cryptid. Okay. It's kind of a little bit of an inverse. So before I gave you the description. Right. Now, I want to give you just a name. And I want you to imagine what this cryptid could be. They are all very outland. There's not one that's like, well, it kind of looked like a person. No, these are all very outlandish. Okay. Because I feel like Ooh. whoever has the either funniest description or like the most interesting description. That's gonna be that's gonna be the winner for each round. Okay, okay. I'm excited. I wanna come up with some funny silly things. I doubt I'll be able to actually get accurate. What what did you just say, Farah? I said I gotta get my creative juices flowing. Yes, you do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do one as an example because there was a little bit of confusion on one of them. I had to like kind of clarify. So for Mm. instance, I'm gonna pick one off this list that's like not a uh let's go this one. Old Ned. So if I was going to describe Old Ned, I'd be like, well, kind of looks like a wrinkly old ball sack crawling out of the woods at you. <laughs> as detailed as you want to be, and then kind of where do you think that one would be, based on just the okay. name. And Old oh. Ned, yeah, you know, probably, I don't know, somewhere in Wisconsin, which I have it up right now, and I didn't even get that correct. <laughs> so anyway, for those of you wondering, Old Ned is a lake monster who looks a bit like a penis. Aww. If you've played the Resident Evil uh, remake, the image for Old Ned is actually the inspiration for one of the puzzles. Where the lake monster is kind of coming at the boat. I sent it in the Discord for you both to see. Oh, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> Those guys are in for a bad time, right? Yeah, if you remember, yeah, like, right after you do the, like, lake monster battle, you gotta, like, do the sliding puzzle. That's the inspiration for it. Oh, I see. So, some of these might be well-known. Some of these, you might not have any fucking idea this was a thing. But I have, I have the best thing for it. I have witness accounts to what they look like. Ooh. And I think that's better than just like, you know, the Wikipedia of the clinical term. I want people describing it in their own. Yeah. So. I am going to flip a coin. Ah, I'm going to flip a coin. Uh, Arva, call it an air. Heads. Tails. Arva gets to go first. Fuck. So, Farah. Hey. Your. Uh, your monster's name is Big Muddy Monster. <laughs> okay. Big Muddy Monster. Okay. Well. <laughs> what, the, what the hell? Strong start. Okay. Um, all right, this monster is, uh, from New York City. 
And no, no, no. Actually, go back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mulligan. Restart. Uh, hold on. I actually have to look something up. <laughs> get the date. To get the date. Uh, Google actually. Big get Money Monster. So Try to type in. Google. <laughs> 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 Uh, you. This is so stupid. Okay. Oh, okay. I had to look up when did the British throw shit out their windows? The 14th century. Okay, so this monster is from the uh, 14th century Britain, and it is not. It's a mud monster, but actually, it's not. It's not mud. It's a. It's actually just big old, big old shit monster. Because uh, back, you know, and back in the 14th century, uh, there was no toilets, so they just had these like aqueducts next to all the houses, and you would just dump your shit and piss into them. Yum. Um, and that's actually where uh, the term miasma came from. If you ever heard about that, it basically means if the air stinks, uh, you, it's bad air, and it will make you sick. Which uh probably fucking reeked there because there's a lot of shit in the street literally i mean there still is and it's britain but it's probably worse in the 14th century so the what is it big mud monster yep yeah the big Big muddy monster monster. big muddy monster is uh a being seen in the the streets of 14th century britain that uh only uh, at night and it's uh it just it's you know it's coming because you can smell it it just reeks if you're out (gasps) walking around all of a sudden you just get this absolute blast of just the most putrid shit you've ever smelled in your life and then you hear this this just wet sound like this wet sloppy slapping sound and you'd be like oi it's the big muddy monster and this like uh look to your side and you'll see this big sulking like almost gelatinous just like pile of goop and he like is in the because you know how britain is built in the 14th century lots of like alleyways and shit he's always just in the back alleyways sulking about and he will like uh if you get too close to him, he'll just like, like you know, uh, Squonk. How if you get too close to him, he'll just like disintegrate. He'll just, he'll just, just, just fall, to, like, and he'll just disperse, and all the shit will just go off to the nearest aqueduct, only to be recollected the next night. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. melts. Yes. Uh, he's like, uh, he doesn't like the light, so he just, he hides in the aqueducts until it's time to come out again at night. Beautiful. Doesn't, doesn't speak or anything, doesn't have a mouth. Uh, he's just a big pile of shit. (laughs) (laughs) So he just created the turd monster. He's the turd burglar is what I'm getting here. Basically, yeah. Nice. Really bad. That's how you know when he's coming. Oh. So, so Arva, how would you describe the big muddy monster, and where do you think he would be? Oh fuck! I don't know. That's such a strong. That's such a strong start to come <laughs> come back against. Like I'll let you know that my scoring system is based on how funny it is. Mm. 
how accurate it is. I don't think mine accuracy, was accurate at all. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Do you know what? I'm going to go for a lighter way. I'm going to say this mud monster is like an imaginary friend for kids that like to play in the mud because, you know, kids like to get dirty and nasty. So it happens whenever there's a really heavy rainy day and the the grass fields and the the dirty the dirt areas, not dirty areas, the dirt areas start muddying up and the kids are dancing around it and playing with the mud because they'd like to get dirty. And once enough mud gets squished up, you know, mixed around, uh, a little friend starts popping out of the mud. Like in the shape the of mud friend? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he looks like a uh, Grimer from Pokemon, you know, kind of like okay. a melting goo pile. Um, and depending on how much rain and how many kids are playing in the mud, to, uh, varies the size of the monster. So if there's only a few kids dancing around in the mud, there's a little little pile of mud. There's gonna be a tiny little mud monster. But if there's a lot of kids and they're like all playing on the grass field, and there's just muddy mess. Then this could be a bigger mud monster. And the mud monster is friendly until provoked. So kids can play with it, have a good time. It loves to play with kids. But the second a kid either turns down playing with the mud monster or hurts it or is mean to it in any way, shape, or form, it will just swallow the kid whole. And the kid will be never seen again. And the mud monster disappears. Until the next time. Well, damn. <laughs> so, let me read to you a first-hand account here. In Murfreesboro, Illinois, there have been sightings and smellings of the big muddy monster. Oh, oh he's dead. No fucking he's way. Dead. He describes this as an animal that looked like Sasquatch in size and appearance, but with a distinct skunky smell. And... They have him up on a billboard. Look at this thing. That's a long link, but look at this thing. <laughs> a billboard. You don't want to see. Or it's a wall. Oh. Wall of a building. Sorry, wall of a building. Oh, it's like a Sasquatch. Literally a Sasquatch. For those of you listening, he's like a Sasquatch in the middle of the night. He like, is about to go steal somebody's basket of apples because they smelled him coming and took off. I'm going to give Pharaoh yeah, the point I for this because, man, she that. got it like so accurately. Yeah. He's stinky, bro. He's stinky. It's the big muddy monster. I would. That's not a muddy monster, though. That's just a Sasquatch. I wanted him to be goopy. I know. I was expecting, like I said, like a Grimer or something or a Muck from Pokemon. Goopy pile of like liquid. Sadly, or not. goop. Sadly, not boring. <laughs> Mud monster, you're so lame. <clears throat> if you're listening to this right now, Mud monster, you better step your pussy up. Man, poor mud monsters gonna start fucking crying. <laughs> I'm disappointed. For the name like that, you should have a better look. I agree. He needs to glow up. Ah. Right. So, Sarah gets the point for that one. Poor mud monsters getting fucking roasted. This one. I I'm gonna hope I say this name correctly. The Tokoloshi. Mm -hmm. Arva, you get to go first for Toko Loshi. 
Oh Jesus! Ooh, um, it's a pretty like, blank slate here. Literally, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't speak whatever language this is, so I don't know what the semantics behind any of what you have said. Trust me, <laughs> there is no semantics behind it. Like okay. word wise, it's literally just the name. Okay. I don't know what to like. I don't know what to go off of. <laughs> um. Tokomashi, right? Tokoloshi. 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 Mm. I have a picture of it too, which is great because, oh man. <laughs> I. Shit. <laughs> this was a lot harder than the Big Muddy Monster. The Big Muddy Monster, um, like, really laid itself out for you. Oh, yeah. That, that's, right. that's why I said there's going to be a mix of, like, some super obvious, some more obscure but i think the more obscure right, ones right. really let you crank out your creative juices here that's true I'm okay gonna i'm gonna say to you, i peaked that shit monster I, i'm all downhill from here <laughs> god i'm gonna I... go back and give arva that point you fucking cheater <laughs> um tokoloshi i for some reason i'm trying to like come up with something that like matches the name which i know is not the best way to do it but the, uh, it sounds like token so I'm thinking uh, this might be a monster that deals with, I don't know where it is. I'm going to think of a location where it might be, but it's a monster that, or uh, not a monster, but you know, a cryptid that likes to hang around like subway, train, uh, monorail, any of that, like, like those kind of like you have to pay to get in the train services where you get a ticket. Um, but it waits at the turnstiles um and counts down the amount of people that go through the turnstiles and every 100 people um it will either bless with good luck or bad luck depending on whether or not they went through it legitimately or if they skip the queue because some people like to skip the queue and if the people skip the queue then they get uh cursed with bad luck uh i don't know what kind of bad luck i don't want to be too gruesome but like <laughs> wouldn't it be ironic if they got hit by a train <laughs> um and I think, oh, I don't know where this one would be located. Mm. I'm going to say, do you know what? This is probably completely wrong. Oh, you said that this wouldn't be as North American based. Fuck. It's going to be totally random. Mm. I was going to say Florida because it sounds like a Florida thing. But at the same time, I'm... Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Greece. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say you can say North America, Europe, uh, Asia. Oh, just like a general location. Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make it nice and easy on that. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say this one's more of a Eurocentric one then. Okay. Eurocentric. There we go. So you got you got like a tiny little cryptid who every you know like few people goes by just like hit <laughs> train hit. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be a train hit, but it most likely will be because it's usually it's usually a curse that's pertaining to the action that's happening, which is going to the train. But if you're good and you pay your fares, then you won't have to worry about bad luck. Fair enough. Farah, what is your I description like of the monster Tokoloshi? Tokoloshi definitely sounds uh, Asian to me. So I definitely think this is an Asian cryptid um i like the token idea and for some reason when you said token uh even though it has 
probably no relation to the name whatsoever. Uh, this cryptid uh, is, I'm going to say Japanese. It is a, uh, it's a possessed pachinko machine. And oh, dear God. That's beautiful. <laughs> basically, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's like, uh, randomly appearing, like, it, it sneaks into pachinko parlors, uh, at, at night. It's like a shapeshifter. Maybe like a mimic, but it's, it just, like, loves being a pachinko machine. And it's, it randomly goes around to pachinko parlors, and it, it puts itself there. And once you sit down at it, you can't stop playing pachinko. You can never, you can't stop. And if you... If you, it's like it, it's like drawing you towards it, and it just wants you to keep playing more and more. And it's a, uh, it's one of those um, like money hungry cryptids that just want to suck you dry of all of your earnings. <clears throat> and you'll just keep playing and playing, and it's rigged. You'll never win. And um, and once you have no money left, then um then i'm trying to think of like what happened because it's it gets upset when you don't give it money it's like angry because it wants more money it's like the uh it's like uh what's the the guy from spirited away that just wants to eat he uh, wants to eat food a lot wants to eat but no face yeah no face he just wants to get full of money and if you stop feeding him money he will shoot pachinko balls at you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a broken machine, but okay. Anything but that. Yes, and then he will stalk you at night. Ah, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Hold the fuck up! And you, you'll hear the you'll hear the sound of pachinko machine, whatever they sound like, probably like a insanity. That's what they sound at like. Night. And he'll just he just there to spook you. You'll find pachinko balls in your bed sheets. <laughs> uh, God. I'm giving that one to Arva because I really like the idea of a little gremlin waiting like behind a turnstile. It's like, one, two, three, four, curse. It's really fucking <laughs> yeah. funny to me. Just waiting is like, you get by train. Oh, you were good. Okay, you get good luck. I don't know, something. You get an umbrella or something. You'll find it on the train. <laughs> the pachinko machine. I, just... I like that. I like the finding random. I like the mimics. Like the mimic yeah. idea was funny. So the Tokoloshi is from South Africa. In South Africa, oh. we have an evil creature about a foot high resembling an evil monkey. We believe that raising the bed above the ground will keep you safe. As a kid, I loved climbing onto beds raised up on bricks and empty paint tins, says this first hand first hand account. And they included a picture of what the Tokoloshi looks like. Watches. Here's a Tokoloshi under the bed. Oh, so they are a little like gremlin. He's gonna bite your he's your toes. Yeah, that they have to raise it up so he can't reach you. <laughs> Apparently, this was how they uh would like so and so died in their sleep. Tokoloshi got him. Right. Because the bed wasn't raised up high enough. I was not expecting that. I like it. I like the design. They're just a little, just a little guy. It's just a little gremlin. He's got like little he's, elbow spikes. Yeah, he's like a he's like a monkey, but he's got like a beak and it's spiky. Yeah, 
I like I like that little guy. I like him. I like the tail. Oh, I like a long cat tail. Oh, here we go. Farah, uh, are you ready? No. The next one on the list is the Snally Gaster. <laughs> the Snally Gaster. Okay, well, this one is like definitely like Scotland or something like that. There's no <laughs> fucking way any other country would call us Snally Gaster. <laughs> it's spelled so exactly how you'd expect it to. Don't look it up until you give in the description. The Snally Gaster's probably got like a massive schnoz. Like I'm imagining like a huge nose. And I think he just he stalks you or he stalks around and he's just sniffing. This it's like a I picture like a like a it's like uh if think about like a small old man that's like hunched over, but maybe like he's got really long hair and he's just got this gigantic nose and he's got his little claws and he's like he's just walking around with his arms sticking out like a velociraptor kind of sticks their arms out uncle larry what <laughs> and he just wants to sniff ya he comes uh. in hey i think he's breaking into people's homes and raiding their sock drawers <laughs> is he a yule lad okay and he, you will like you're trying to sleep uh, peacefully, and all you you'll wake up suddenly to like the sound of, <laughs> and you're like Jesus, what the fuck? And you look, and there's just <laughs> little creature, this creature with his big nose. And once once you see him, he just just like runs, he jumps out the window, <laughs> and he's, he's taking your dreams. I like the little pitter patter here, there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's got your socks. He's taken, and the maybe actually, you know, when you lose a sock in the washing machine. Oh, he's that's here. what does it. He's been here. Little fucker. <laughs> Damn, that's how you know he's been there. That's your snally gaster. That's my snally gaster. Yeah, I love the little pitter patter. The pitter patter's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine he has like no shins, his feet just connect to his torso, he has to like wobble really rugged. <laughs> <laughs> like a weevil. Yeah. Oh my god. Arva, what is a snally gaster cryptid? I'm feeling also another small little cryptid for snally gaster. Actually, uh, no, I'm gonna go with little guy. Eurocentric again, yeah, I think like Scottish, Irish. English somewhere around there, like one of those places could definitely have. So that UK, name. <laughs> yeah. Um, now for what it does, that's a good question. Do you know what I'm gonna say? This one is similar to a snail, because snallygaster, snail, kind of close. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm grasping at straws. <laughs> um, this is a snail cryptid who wishes you good luck and karma in your gardening. Um. And will help you take care of plants by helping uh, take care of pests, um, helping keep it fertilized, blah, blah, blah. Um, basically helps grow a good garden. But it does not like it when you neglect the garden. It doesn't care about itself. You can leave it alone and not do anything with it. Um, but as soon as you forget about your garden or let a plant die, it does not like that. And will find a way to punish you for that, whether it being physical harm, mental harm. 
or just like a general like fucks with you <laughs> so uh, one thing is it never leaves the house until the person either passes away or moves out because it doesn't like leaving where it's like based in its little flower bed but it can be moved if you want to keep the snail for any reasons because it helps you grow wonderful crops you can move it with your crops to the new place that you're moving to and it will follow you but you will have to take care of your garden for the rest of your life <laughs> otherwise bad things will happen and if you fail to keep the whole garden alive then you will just die <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kill you. Get worse oh my god. Cause of the death garden snail. Garden. <laughs> the more and more you neglect your garden and the more plants you die or you kill, the worse the punishment becomes because the snail does not like seeing that. I also I'm, it's got a weird nose because it's got the I don't know, I feel like it's got a nose. <laughs> I fucking love the idea because like mentally you go to a therapist. So let me talk about my garden snail, what this little fucker said to me the other day. <laughs> As soon as you said snail, I thought about the would you the snail that never if, stops chasing you. Yeah, yep. yeah. You just have to take a million dollars, but there's a snail that's always chasing you. And if it touches you, you die. Yeah, I, that's where I kind of got it from. I thought it'd be a good little silly thing. My absolute favorite to that is like you get a hundred million dollars, but the, it's the snail that never stops following you is gonna kill you if it touches you. And then just cuts <laughs> the dude like eating a sandwich, like that. Cut to the guy watching this millionaire's pet snail he paid you two million dollars to watch every day he's just sitting there just eating a sandwich <laughs> staring at a snail i love that yeah i would do that because all you'd have to do is just move every once in a while well or once just get close to you yeah and you can move the snail too or you can just yeah move the snail literally like, like it, you it's so easy won, but you just pay somebody else to do it yeah i was gonna just say don't be lacking just have them fly that snail out to SpaceX and put him on a rocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck getting back from that, bitch. He'll get back eventually, but you'll be dead by then. Right. So, Snally Gaster. Mm. Uh, this is actually from Maryland. Oh, no. Snally Gaster is such a fucking, like, British or, like, <laughs> Scottish name. It's so it does have uh, origins from Germany. Okay. Oh, but I see. primarily in Maryland, it is a a snallygaster is a dragon-like beast that is known to oh. inhabit central Maryland. This is actually a fucking quote from somebody. I don't know why they said it like this. Uh, it flies around quietly snatching people and uses its sharp teeth to suck the blood out of its victims. That's why the seven-pointed stars still seen on barns this day were thought to keep the beast at bay. This thing looks like so sad about what it is. And <laughs> no. I'm going I'm going to send you a picture here. This looks like well, I guess I'll eat this guy. Oh. It's like Oh, why is he so sad? He's like I don't know what's going on with his mouth either. Are those like tongues or what? But like I think so. He's like so upset about it. Like he doesn't actually want to eat. He's just bored. It's like, oh, I gotta do this, I guess. Nothing better to do. Yeah, right? I like the singular eye. That's a nice design. Yeah, it's like right in the middle. Yeah. Huh. I don't know why. What, is, what a fucky little guy. It's not even that he has an eyelid. It's that the pupil itself is frowning. And the pupil is his eyelid, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know how his eyes work, but he's a cryptid, so I'm sure he's, he's, I'm sure he's good. Uh. 
So that is the Snally Gast. Oh, he doesn't have a big nose. I was just thinking something with a big nose. I was right? thinking nose too. I, I listen. That he has name a big sounds beat. Nosy. Yeah, that's true. We could just pretend the beat. Well, the beat can be a nose, quote unquote. I don't see any nostrils on it, but in my head cannon, it's a nose. <laughs> but I mean, overall, I really. Uh, this is hard because I love the idea of the snail in the garden. But like the little pitter patter of the sock stealing. The pitter patter really <laughs> was so unexpected. I was so accurate too of like how I would listen to this thing running away. Uh, I'm going to give that he to Farah. Really, he doesn't want you to look at him. He just mm. wants your socks. Yeah, like that's really <laughs> fucking funny. It was the, good. It was actually uh, Ugly Son of a Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no well <laughs> I have how many more of these do I have uh, da, 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 da. one two three okay I got a few of these I'm I really want to say one of these but like I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this one alright Arva you ready yes describe to me the melon heads cryptid Ooh. Ooh, okay, I have some ideas. Which one do I want to go with? This one, this one's a lot easier to base off of. Oh my god. <laughs> um Oh shit. How do I start this? Okay, uh, <laughs> this is for this is for people who put salt on their watermelons. I'm one of these people, so I'm calling myself out with this. What? You've never is, done that. I've never heard of that. Oh, it's so good. It, I have, it, like, actually. The salt makes it a lot more sweet, because the salt like gets a lot of the juice in it, so when you eat it, it tastes sweeter. Yeah, because what salt actually does is basically it opens up taste receptors in your tongue because it's, like, sharp. Mm. So you just end up tasting more. It's a flavor enhancer. Yeah. It's really good on watermelon. I know that sounds like crazy, but it's so good. <laughs> um, but this monster, um, or this cryptid comes from when you put salt on a watermelon. But you do not finish the watermelon instantly, so the salt gets a little bit of, like, marinating time. And because it's salty, and salty is affiliated with wicked and evil and <laughs> mad, you know, when you're salty, you're mad. Um, it becomes an embodiment of a creature. Um, and it actually grows out like a full body made of roots um, and becomes like a full depending on the size of your watermelon uh, big or small cryptid if you have a tiny little like those little tiny ball watermelons it's going to be smaller like a kid size but if it's a full size watermelon it's going to be like a six foot monster um, and it doesn't do much per se it's a very passive cryptid um but the only way that it will actually do any sort of reaction, positive or negative, is if you show interest in eating it again. Uh, the rule is, if you were the person that salted the watermelon and did not eat it, you will get an opportunity to eat it again. Only problem is, it looks like a living being now. <laughs> so you have to eat a watermelon that looks like it's alive. If you are someone else who did not salt the watermelon and are trying to eat the watermelon, then you will have an unpleasant time. And it will either 
absorb you into its being and it will grow bigger or it will infect you with watermelon seeds and you will become a watermelon <laughs> um as for where it's located oh shit i'm gonna say this one's a north american one because of watermelon well yeah i'm gonna say north american again it probably isn't but it's north american and for looks it's like half depending on it, it depends on once again how much you ate of the watermelon if it's half a watermelon its head will be half a watermelon if it's like a few bites or a few slices it's gonna have a few slices out of its head blah 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 so the the visuals vary on your watermelon hmm like that's it nothing too crazy <laughs> okay Nice There's been a lot there. of death in mine, so I want to make sure there wasn't as much death in this one. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Sarah, tell me about the melon head. Well, I don't want to, like, I hate to be like, oh, mine also has a melon for a head, because I, like, oh, I would copy Arva, but it's literally called no, go for melon it. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this one is, I'm going to say Asian. Because I know, especially in Japan, like they fucking love their melons, dude. They love melons. They're super it's expensive true. there. Yeah, but uh not I don't there. know. Yes. I don't know why, but when I heard melon head, I thought of pumpkin and then I immediately thought of the headless horseman. Alright. I'm gonna say that this is um kind of like a mimic sort of type um cryptid. That it looks like a melon, and you'll find it in like the forests of, like Japan, for example. And you, if you ever see uh, a melon of any kind, like a watermelon or a cantaloupe, anything like that, growing in a forest in Japan where they're not native, you should run because you know that they're not native. Don't approach it. Don't try to grab it because it is very hostile. And the reason why it's a melon is because it knows that people like melons. So it looks very juicy and delectable, and it wants you to come and pick it. But the moment you get close to it, it has these viney tendrils, and they will shoot up from the ground, and they will grab you, and they will pull you into the ground, and it will consume you. And you'll, your body will never be found because it pulls you deep into the ground with its tendrils. And it can move freely. So if you try to run, uh, if you get too close to it and you try to run away, it will chase you. It's got like a little viney, got little uh, vine legs, rooty <laughs> body that it will like chase after you with and try to grab your legs. What, what in the bell back. sprout? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. At the start, you were really starting to sound like, um, like Vita Carnus. What is that? You haven't heard of Vita Carnus? No. Oh my fucking god. So, I'm not gonna spoil it, because it, it's a YouTube series, basically. Like, almost like a Mandela effect. And it kind of goes over, it basically says living flesh. That's what Vita Carnus means. And they're like these little creatures that grow out of fleshy things. Like vines grow up that are flesh colored. And then these like little 
tiny creatures will roll off them and they're small like armadillos and they scream and cry when you try to hurt them but they make great pets because they just love being around people and it gets weirder from there it's almost like an scp if you have some time go watch vita carnis because it is so fucking unsettling there's is one this one that's half an hour hang on Vita Carnis Living Meat Research Documentary, full footage. Oh, it might be the full. That might be all of them together. I think I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. To watch this. This is. It is like one of the uh the uploader's name should be Darian Quilloy. Yes, that's yes. Yeah, he's the original one, and there's like one, two, three, four. I've never heard of this. I'm putting this eight. in. The Discord chat so that I can watch this because this looks so cool. It is one of the coolest things I set and watched. It has like nine parts to it. I think the whole thing is maybe like an hour for every part because he also includes like a section about cooking the meat. And it's really fucking cool. Anyway, I got distracted. Yeah, you kind of went the Vita Carnage route at the start, which I greatly appreciate. I do like the idea of a watermelon getting up and sprinting after somebody. This is just fucking... Yeah. I don't think it's humanoid shape. It just, like, uses its vine uh, slash roots to, like, to, like, grab into the ground and propel right. itself so that it can it chase after you. And it, like, it like a mimic, it, oh, it, like, the melon part opens. Right. And it was, it's like a mouth. And then it pulls you into it, and it like just sinks into the ground. That's a mimic, basically. But it's only ever a melon. And you said this was Japan, so melon heads originating from Ohio. Oh man! It says this is a direct quote from somebody who's, I guess, seen one. Growing up, we always heard stories about the melon heads that lived in the woods between Kirtland and Chardon, Ohio. The story was that there was a doctor who lived in the woods who acquired a bunch of children from a mental hospital and performed experiments that caused their heads to become bulbous and misshaping. One oh. night, the children revolted, burned down the doctor's house, and roamed oh. the woods looking for humans. Oh. What the fuck? It's a lot different than I thought it'd be. <laughs> yeah, I read that name. I was like, all right, let's do melon heads. So that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that one is really fucked up. I'm so curious on how that story starts. There's a picture of a melon head, a drawing of what they saw, and it it's kind of what that description would be, actually. Oh. Oh. Ooh. You remember if you're wow. on YouTube, you can see this on the screen above us. It's Accurate. just like a child with a very bulbous round head it's kind of like if a gray yeah. alien had a child with a human yeah head. if like one of those gray aliens was really hyper realistically drawn with a human face yeah Ugh. all right i think we have time for two more let's pick out yeah. the fun ones here so what well, you never declare a winner i said farah because i like yours with the running oh it was a it was a fun that's what I was like. I think Sarah because I really like the image of it getting up and running. God, I just gotta make something run. That's how I win this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, the pitter patter was its own league. Monster. Pitter patter was so good. It sounded so fucking real. <laughs> it did. Like that's the sound you hear when a sock goes missing, like fuck. 
I would believe Fuck it. There too. goes. So, Farah, I'm gonna start this one off. Okay. This one is simply Bunny Man. Bunny Man. Huh. Okay. Well, I definitely think this one sounds like North American. Um, because Easter is a big thing here, so. But I don't necessarily think it's Easter related. I feel like this is a, like a type of, Sasquatch, sort of guy, but almost like a were rabbit. That. Is, he'll like, um, crawl like at night. Especially when the moon is full, he he comes out of uh, his natural environment, which is forest, because you know that's where rabbits live. And he's very uh, beefy and big, and he will eat your garden vegetables. Uh, because he's a rabbit. I mean, what else is he gonna eat, right? Unless right. you interrupt him while he's eating. If you interrupt him while he's eating, he will eat you. He doesn't like to be interrupted when he's eating. So if you ever see the were-rabbit, or the rabbit man, whatever his name was. Bunny man. Man, bunny man. If you ever see the bunny man eating your cabbages, just let him have the cabbages. Right. Uh, They'll grow back. You can try to fight him. People have tried to kill the bunny man. They've gone on hunts and tried to kill him, but he... He's very evasive. He's very fast, as rabbits are. And uh, he's got very sharp claws that he will use if necessary. He generally tries to keep to himself, but he will fight back if provoked. And he will not take his meals being interrupted. He's just like me. <laughs> lock up your carrots. Lock up your celery. He's there. He's, he's there to eat all your vegetables. All right. Where do you Not say too bad. from? Uh, just like North America in general. Okay. Arva. What hmm. is the bunny man? I'm gonna say he's Eurocentric again, and uh, this one's not gonna be accurate at all. But I, I popped into my head as soon as I heard the word bunny man. But we're all familiar with him. He's the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> Surprise! Oh he's right in front of us this whole time. Um, that big drum he has is actually a murder weapon and storage where he hides the bodies of his hostages and bangs on the drum until they are dead. Um, he looks innocent and, uh, sweet and lures people in with the free batteries when they need it most. Whenever you need a battery, he'll be there to offer it to you. But you warned, if you do take those batteries, you have now unconsciously signed a deal with the bunny. And those batteries, when they die, you also die. That's when he comes to collect you with his drum, puts you inside the drum, and then keeps banging on it until you are dead. That sounds like a like that sounds like a Meat Canyon video. Like that sounds like a video <laughs> that, that Meat Canyon would make. <laughs> hey Meat Canyon, hit me up. You want to do a collab? Dude, hey. Yeah. Oh, hey. Like he made the the Chester Cheeto whatever video, and that's just like what it reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. That seems like a me can thing to do. I don't know. I just thought of it. As soon as I heard Buddy Man, I was like, energy, energizer bunny. It's you. 
so you're too much bunny man this is the one that i was like what the fuck bunny man let me originates from virginia ah shit virginia it's the bunny man i don't know if we can consider it a cryptid or a ghost story Basically, it is a human-sized, human-shaped rabbit. Now, he actually has... There's not, like, you know, any pictures or anything. He's been kind of nicknamed Slank. Based on his appearance, and there is a drawing. It looks like that. Oh. Oh. So, the Bunny Man, uh, most stories actually happen near an overpass uh, in a little tunnel. And basically what happens, he actually has victims. He would sprint through this tunnel at victims with a fucking hatchet. And I guess he got some of them. Jesus. I'm pretty sure that's just a murderer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just killing somebody. Like, there's a picture of actual hatchet used by the bunny man and the bridge. Yeah, I'll send those really quick. But, like, th- this is a thing. I'm pretty sure it's just a dude in a rabbit suit murdering I people. I think that's a man in a rabbit suit that's killing people. Yeah. Probably. But it Probably. said that... Hang on. This one right here. Uh... There might be proof of his possible death, but in most accounts, the victim's bodies are mutilated. And in some variations, the bunny man's aging ghost is said to come and haunt this bridge. Hmm. So I'm like... That the drawing of him is actually terrifying. I do not like the way it is awful. Oh yeah. my god, the fact that like bunny eyes with human proportions is something I never wanted to see. I, also, his fingers are just so long, and I hate. Yeah, the yeah. like naughty abdomen he has too, where it's like, oh, he looks like he's gonna fold over. Yeah, he he looks like he'd be a lot faster than you'd think he would be. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like this thing would just come at you at forty miles an hour. Dude, there you fucking you will not ever catch me at the Bunny Man Bridge, bro. Yeah, the no. Bunny Man Bridge where there were reported victims. Bunny Man Bridge. Yeah, don't find me. Yeah, there. I know I thanks. Will, I will not be going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good without the Bunny Man Bridge. Yeah. That's a, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was just a guy though that was killing people, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah, so there's lots of people who are like they encountered him, and some people say it might have been a suit, but they keep seeing like apparitions of a humanoid bunny. Right. So it kind of became a cryptid there. I think it was just a dude in a fucking suit at this point. I probably was. So we got one more. Hmm. Farah. Oh, for, sorry for that win. I'm also going to give that win to Farah too. The Energizer Rabbit just didn't quite do it for me. 
Really? I liked the Energizer Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a little too the... brand sponsorship deal that they're not I would have picked the Energizer Rabbit. <laughs> like throwing in the drum and just boom, boom, boom. That and I have Energizer batteries next to me and I don't need that to be real. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming. He's coming for you. Don't let those batteries die. Oh, God. So, I think this last one's going to be a fun one. Mm. <laughs> Farah. Yeah. Tell me about the cactus cat. The cactus cat. Okay, well, this one is... I'm going to say this one's North American. Like, Arizona or Nevada area. Yeah. Or, actually, no. Let's go down to Mexico. I'm going to say this one is a Mexican uh, cryptid. Uh, the cactus cat. Uh, I think it is like kind of like a cougar type animal, like a some type of big cat, but it's like spiny and spiky, you know, like it has it's full of spikes, and I think it's kind of like a Almost like a chupacabra, where it just it just hunts. Like it's just one of those. It's just an animal that hunts things. You know, a big spiky cat that wants to just eat things and will attack things on sight because it's a wild animal essentially. And uh, yeah, he's just like it will attack livestock. It will attack people that are out in the desert. It just lives out in the desert. That's where its home is. And uh, just hunts out there. He'll leave like the carcasses of um, animals that it's hunted in its wake, and they'll be all scratched up from all the spiny cactus bites. And uh, yeah, I think it's just like a kind of like a chupacabra, but a cat. Hmm. Okay. Mexico for that one. All right. Arva. I'm I'm gonna do North America this time for like Nevada and all that all those kinds of like deserts. Um, I think I don't know why well, I'll be wrong again. <laughs> I'll be wrong again. Fuck. Um, this one I'm gonna also go for like a really I'm gonna go for a more tame one this time. This will be a good cryptid. Um, good neutral. Um, kind of really doesn't go out of its way to harm anyone, but it is simply a tiny little green kitten. Um, that is in the shape of a kitten, but is the texture of a cactus both just fully cactus skin and has a bunch of spikes all over it but the one desire for this cryptid is just to find its forever home it just wants to find someone who will pet it despite the fact that it pet, it pets back <laughs> like you're gonna get you're gonna get stabbed if you pet this kitten but it just goes around searching for someone who will take it in um, and love it. And it struggles a lot because the second it tries to do the kitten thing where it rubs on the leg, it will prick someone and they will either shoo it away or just leave and the kitten's left behind. Aww. Aww. So it is in its forever search for a forever home. And if you do take it home and take care of it, it will just be just like a normal kitten. A normal kitten, it's just a cactus and it needs to be taken care of like a cactus. So honestly, kind of nice. Bad, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It'll get love eventually. I'll love that kid if no one else does. 
I'll I'll do it. I'll, I'll do I'll it. it. I'll just have to wear like a a gardening glove when I pet it, or just take the spikes in my hand. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine. I'm giving a kitten some pets. So. The Cactus Cat. This is actually a pretty old one. The first appearing in 1910. In the wow. deserts of Nevada and New Mexico. Damn it! I shouldn't have changed my yes. answer. I was gonna it's go. like the first time I've been right about the case. <laughs> it is described as a bobcat-like animal with thorn-like fur. God, you almost got that one exactly right. Oh. With sharp bones protruding from its front legs and a branched oh. tail. Okay, I really like the design of that, though. So, decided, yeah, Nevada, New Mexico deserts. Basically, cowboys and pioneers in the 19th century said that they saw that this animal slashing open cacti exposing the sap. The creature would drink the fermented juice. This caused the this caused the cats to enter an intoxicated state, stumbling around, although rarely attacking travelers. Attacks by these strange varmint were considered rare, but did happen from time to time, with many frontiersmen waking up to find welts on their body from the cat's barbed tail. They were considered non-aggressive. They were... They had a unique hunting whale that could be heard throughout the night, but they really only ate the cactus. Now, there's two pictures of this one. So I'm going to send the one from 1910 first, which is my So there's, there's multiple of them? Yes, apparently that's like a whole species of desert cat that like oh. go out and drink the cactus. This is the sighting from uh, 1910. How they describe it. <laughs> what? Why is he so like? Why he's is he so trying dapper. to? He's trying to like, uh, like seduce you. Right. Right. He's like, ladies, I got the cactus juice. That's the kid wanting to come home. That's what it does. There. Uh, <laughs> hang on. There is also uh, this variant. will also be on okay. the screen up above. Now, these are the two from like the early 1900s. Of right. People like, yeah, this thing's nonviolent. It just kind of like brushed up against me and left barbs. So it was very close to what Arva was saying. Wow, what the heck? However, there uh -huh. was a, I don't know what you would call this. Like, a, there's a book of legends about these kind of creatures, and this is how they described it. And I like the other ones more. That's what basically what I was. Yeah, you, this is close big, to what you a were A big cat yeah. with uh, spikes on it. So that was. So I like the tail on that one though. It's the 1910s through like the early 1900s, and then the last one was from 2015. Ah, I see. So you kind of got like a little bit of a Tim Burton redesign. Yeah. I love the one that's just standing on the cactus. That's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, he's just leaning up like, hey, man, just it's do you with some so good. <laughs> uh, it has been attributed to pumas, actually. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I see, yeah. But I really fucking love that. I saw that picture. I was like, you know, you're going in. 
That's so funny. In his whole description, he cuts open the cactus to drink fermented juice, get fucking drunk, and just stumble around the desert. Like, that is... That is, like, the perfect description. That sounds like people I know. That's the dream. <laughs> Arva's getting that point, because you almost got it, like, dead on. Damn. I, I'm actually shocked. Yeah, when I heard about the bristling against your legs and, like, the the fur spikes and just, like, minding its own business, being innocent or, like, being mostly harmless. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, like, literally. I it want just, one. It just kind of drinks cactus juice and it stumbles around. Sometimes it stumbles into you and just, like, yeah, it's just a spiky fur that just hits you. He's not yeah, yeah, intentionally yeah. attacking you. He's just like, oops, it's sorry like about that. It's like those little, like, what do they call the little bristles that when you walk around out in, like, a forested area? Oh, the burrs? Them. Yes, birds, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And, like, design-wise, pretty cool. I like it. I Actually, I really like the tail on the more recent one. Like, the fact that it's, like, one of those bald cactus. Oh, yeah. It's, like... Its tongue is a little weird that it is also a cactus. Uh, yeah, that... I mean, I cat's tongues are great. kind of like cactuses already. Not like that. That's like <laughs> yes. that's like a spiny pickle emerging from a fucking cat mouth. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, tail wise, that's like a Pokemon at that point. Yeah, I like it. I like I like both the designs. To be fair, because the the swagger of the top one is unmatched. Oh god, yeah, the one that's leaning against the cactus. You'll no one will ever have his game. Right, can't be done. But with that. What's the final tally, boss? Today's winner is Arva with two points and Farah with four points. Oh, you did the fake out. I thought it was Arva. The oh. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, how did this work? It's just like mini golf. <laughs> yeah, Arva wins. He. Man! To be fair, though, Farah definitely did have better concepts for a lot of them i wanted what to throw say? the funny names at you but i wanted to throw like one kind of mysterious one to be a blank mm. slate just to see what you would pull up with like nothing to go off of because you know muddy monster cactus cat uh, very self-explanatory melon the melon, melon monster melon you know. head the snally gaster because that was yeah all, you can already kind of figure that one not really dragon or bird but you can go off of that the uh yeah the uh Coco she one. That was the only one I was like, I want to give him a blank slate. Bunny man, I'm pretty sure it was just a fucking murderer going around. <laughs> you literally just a murderer, dude. <laughs> like I was reading it. I like there's no one like investigating this. Right. Like this I is mean, giving those like I think clowns it's a that came around. Now. <laughs> a Maybe a late. little bit. But like like what the fuck? 1970? Yeah, you know, he just came sprinting through the bridge. You, you know, looked like a big old rabbit with a hatchet. He got old Ned over there, but we got away. Must be a ghost. Like, what the fuck? Right. Uh, we'll chalk this one up to a cryptid. Right? Like... Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I was watching that whole... Sure about that. I was reading that whole fucking... Like, I had to go to the article and read. Like, yo, this is just a murderer. This is like a serial yeah. killer. This is just... Not a cryptid. This is just, yeah. 
this is someone being crazy. And like, no, we still see him at like every year on the date of his death. And I'm like, he fucking died. The bunny man is dead. No, <laughs> we still see dead? him. Yeah, now he's a ghost. Now he's the ghost bunny man. Like, I think he's the... if he's still there. Like, I think he's still alive, bro. I think he's still just hanging out. <laughs> I think it's just Great. a murderer that murders there because they know they can now. Yeah, like, oh no, the ghost got him. Ooh. Right, like, there's a cover-up now. Like, what the fuck? That's just the weirdest one that, like... Here, we'll throw that one in there. Uh, but Farah, congratulations on being the winner this week. What is your victory speech? Uh, I have to think of something for next week's episode now. That's right. <laughs> We're contractually obligated to do work. Yeah. <gasps> Damn it. Yeah. Shit, I shouldn't have. See, no way, this is golf. I still win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Arvik is just going to hang back and be like, ah, oh, yeah, no work. Like, what are you throwing at us? Like, I'm rigging it so that Arva wins next week, so that it's going to work. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah, because I did work on this one. That's yeah. true. It's his term. It is. Listen, I tried. Fuck, I tried, but I got the location wrong like every single time. <laughs> I got it wrong every single time. I got it right, and then I changed my answer, so. I was mm. saying, you got it right like twice, and then flipped over somewhere else. And switched, yeah. I wanted to be more exotic. I didn't want to just pick North America all the time. You were right. Like, you were like, these are not North America-centric, and then they almost all were. <laughs> well, that was the problem, was because the ones with the names like those... With the exception of Snallygaster, that one, that one should have been Scottish or Irish or something. Like I know, like the names were, it was like the Tokoyoshi. Like there's no way you could have gotten that one, or it was a yeah. bunyip. And everyone knows the bunyip. Yeah, that's fair. So I was trying to find the ones with like the most. What is this name, Melonheads? The fucking cactus cat. I love the cactus cat. I'm a cactus cat stan now. I'm going to post a picture of cactus cat with absolutely no context on Twitter once we finish. Happens. <laughs> Arva, do you have a loser speech? Um, I might have lost, but I'm really proud of how accurate my cactus cat uh, description was, mostly because I want a cactus cat now. I just want one. It's like one of those things that you can't really obtain it because it would hurt to pet, but that means I want it more. <laughs> I want to pet it more because it's going to hurt me when I pet it. You're like a girl that's attracted to the bad boy. You just like crave the toxic experience. Yeah, I just want <laughs> red flag animals. Give me a kitten that I can't pet. <laughs> Yo, dip that thing in ink. You get like a free tattoo every petting. Oh, I see. Stick and poke, hell yeah. Stick and poke, yeah. I, I came up with some cool designs. That. Stick yeah, and poke. Yeah, follow my cactus cat. You'll get a cool tattoo. Completely random. Yep. We're not sure what it'll be, but it'll be a thing. <laughs> it'll be a thing. <laughs> Definitely a thing. You're paying for the experience more than the, the tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that's going to be it for us. It's late. I'm hungry. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And man, going over these descriptions of cryptids, if, leave a comment below if you think the fucking bunny man is actually a, like a murderer <laughs> hanging around the goddamn woods around a bunny man bridge. 
Because I'm I'm like 99% certain that's what that is. Yeah. I'm feeling that one's a real person just yeah. doing crimes. Yeah. Like, I we were talking about ghost putt hunts uh last episode, and I think it never go there. Don't ever go on a ghost no. hunt or party bridge. Yeah, Bunny Man Bridge, don't don't go there. Just you you go around the long way. Just don't don't do that. No. Uh, that was Cryptid's Part 2. For Cryptid's Part 3, I've got to think of an entirely new format to mess with. Fuck yeah. Gotta innovate. And that'll be in like another 15 episodes because you gotta space them out. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm doing. Yep. So, we will see you all next time. Thank you again for joining us. Sponsor us, MeUndies. Bye. 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 Wait, you didn't say hey. hey oh, you wait, you're right. Find us. I mean, AFK, I need you to go back. <laughs> AFK, I need you to go back and I need you to edit this back before I said that so Farrah looks crazy. Uh, no! You can find Stop! you can find my co-host Arva at Arva on Twitch, Arva underscore sixty nine on Twitter. Um, Arva, I never remember. Do you have a TikTok or a YouTube? I do. They're both Arva underscore sixty nine too. Okay. Yeah. So Arva underscore sixty nine on YouTube, TikTok. And then Farah, we have Farah the Bat on Twitch, Farah Silvertail on Twitter, and Farah the Bat on YouTube. Farah, do you have a TikTok? Nah. Okay, no TikTok. No, no TikToking from the Bat. No, sorry. And I I'm am WestyHCC on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, literally everywhere. Again, thank you so much for joining. AFK, make sure this is edited in so Farah looks like she's crazy. No, wait, wait, wait. AFK, he is a bad man. I don't want you to listen to him. <laughs> no, AFK, no. we're homies. A AFK, you gotta remember. You gotta remember all we've been through. Like hey. AFK, help. Help. Wait a minute. Wait help. a minute. Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy and daddy are fighting. I don't like it. Help. You know what? AFK, throw in some a bunch of random effects now. Just... <laughs>